supposed to do then take it out or something? You're supposed to do is to uh, charge it for about half an hour. Yeah. Uh, then take it out, and the battery with the battery. Welcome to Gareth Jones on Speed. As we ask the question, what are Zog and Richard talking about today? Are they talking about A, the Toyota Prius, B, the Chevrolet Volt, C, another electric car which has not yet been invented, or D, their favourite subject, Max? I've just put something that I forgot to tell you before you turn the microphone on that I wanted to mention, uh, uh, talking of batteries. This is a good time yeah. to remember it, then. I drove uh, a Tesla this week. Did you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, admittedly, I drove it round the corner of a building and sort of uh, up uh, a little road, and that was it. Because it was very low on charge. Having been on charge, it was down to saying, the little computer thing was saying it had one mile left in it, someone else had driven it. So we managed to find, quite difficult... Uh, an outside PowerPoint. Uh, I was at the BBC offices in White City. Now, what actually happened was that a colleague of mine knows one of the lighting guys who works on BBC's popular One Show, which is filmed in the office below the Top Gear office, and they have a lighting setup outside and and went and nabbed a run, ran a a cable off their big lighting thing, but it only had a three-pin socket. And if you just power it off a three-pin socket, it takes forever to charge it up. It needs a three-phase, doesn't it? What it needs you, a three-phase, What yes. you need is a roadie who's got one of those three-phase cables, and I know where the three-phase supply is. Yeah. So you, you watch, it'll be people like... Um, good for rock stars. Yeah, it'll be people like me, ex-roadies will buy Teslas, won't they? Oh, they'll, man. They'll well, it's just one thing that I just realised that is still... And let me say, first of all, you know, the, I definitely read stuff about the Tesla. It is uncanny the way you put your foot down, and it just surges forwards. But you have nothing but a sort of faint whine from behind you, not a particularly unpleasant sound. Oh, so someone complaining that you, you, your cable's going to run out yeah. in a minute. Thank <laughs> you. Put one of those bungee ones on, like you're supposed to have on kettles if you have kids. But, um, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's it's weird and freaky. And it, But the, what's interesting is, first of all, uh, it was parked at the back of our building, and we were trying to plug it in. And lots of people were coming out of the loading bay there and the canteen and stuff to have a look at it and taking pictures and go. Everyone knew because that it was an electric car. And everyone was yeah. like, oh, blokes were going, oh, it's really cool for an electric car. You know, this is, this is a, yeah. a definite sort of uh, turning point in the perception of electric cars. But then I was graphically reminded of one of the potential problems with them, which is that you can't just get a big lump of electricity and put it and back in again like you can with, with petrol yeah. or diesel or whatever. But uh, even so, my brief drive in it, uh, I thought it felt pretty good, acceleration-wise. Can't tell you what the handling's yeah. like, except that it has got a nice just... tiny little steering wheel, like an Elise, as yeah. you expect. Well, it is an Elise in every underneath. way, isn't it? And, uh, and, yeah, it felt good. Yeah. Well, um, you know, as far as I gather, the, really the only sort of uh, downside is, is that with it being that much heavier than the lease, you know, that does compromise the handling a little bit. It's, yeah, uh, well, so you know, I gather. Uh, but apparently it makes the ride a bit better. It feels more planted. And you know an interesting thing that I discovered from the guy uh, who actually drove it and ran the battery down before I could have a go was uh, that the stability control is immediate and very effective because, of course, like a sort of dimmer switch, it can modulate engine power mm. precisely rather than trying to rein in an internal combustion uh-huh. engine. Yeah, that's yeah, always been the case with electric motors, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. Fine control. control. So if it wants yeah. to just reduce yeah. power to stop the back end stepping out, it's just, it is like a dimmer switch. It's yeah. just, just mm, turns. Yeah. It's, it's brilliant. Does anyway, it, this wasn't what we were going to talk about. Does but it have a stereo? Yes. It has stereo, it has air conditioning, it has heated seats, it has a lot and of electrical lights. devices on it. Yes. And, and all that sort of thing, under what effect that has on. But the I question is... It has a little thing that tells you how much power it's using and the other thing is of course I mean, it says it's supposed to have a 250 mile range this one was a prototype and it didn't have that because it had an earlier version of the batteries yeah. uh, but of course if you're sitting in traffic it's not actually using any charge at all really so. if, if you buy the Tesla 
they will give you a battery upgrade. That's the deal at the moment, I think. If you buy them, there's part of the package that you, yeah. you are on the list for a battery upgrade when the new technology comes in. But the question like, I like have... Like we were just talking about, in fact, with my uh, With Mac your power Mac, <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing. But, I have this terrible on. battery paranoia. I am the worst person with batteries. I hate... I get very antsy when I see a low battery thing and I think I'm not mm. being able to charge something up. I hate charging things up when they're sort of only halfway run Good down. Good I get lad. very paranoid. Yeah. I drive people nuts with Good. that. Or when I've yeah. got something on charge and someone goes, oh, well, actually, I need to charge my phone. Can I just unplug that? And I'm always no. going, no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not done yet! Yeah, yeah. But Imagine if I had an electric yeah, car, I think I would be constantly stressed about the condition of my battery. But it's less mm. of an issue these days. When we used to have nickel-cadmium batteries, NICADs, mm. that was uh, a big problem. Battery memory, where batteries would retain a certain amount of charge and therefore you couldn't fill them up to the top yeah. but these days with the uh, nickel, nickel metal hydride and the lithium, lithium organic ion, ion yeah, yeah. Um, it, they don't have to discharge before you recharge them so Finally, the technology has arrived to make you happy, and electric cars shouldn't be know. that big. I'm well, still very the technology is still uptight. very clunky. I think you know, when you, when you, when you, when you look at the big picture and when yeah. you compare the potential of batteries uh, with the potential of liquid fuel, yeah. the commonly available liquid fuels, you know, batteries still suck. They're, in terms of yeah. how much energy you can store in a battery, how much energy you can store in 50 pounds of batteries or, you know, a cubic metre of batteries, or, you know... Doesn't however, compare to fuel. However you want to chop it up, mm. whatever kind of batteries you, you, you want to use, yeah, batteries still look yeah. very, very bad compared to... Uh, it, well, I say very bad. The, the energy density, you know, the, you know the, the, the amount of energy that you can carry around in a battery mm. compared to a fuel tank yeah. that carries liquid fuel, you know, is, is very poor. Nothing, in the words of Prince, compares to fuel. You know. Uh, and on that subject if um, the Tesla it doesn't have power steering does it no it doesn't so if you're low on battery it's not electrically driven that shouldn't be a problem trying to get into a parking space driving in a circle yeah Mm. and the lights don't go dimmer when the battery powers down because they manage the flow but you can still listen to the stereo so if you're listening to classical music and you were trying to park uh, you'd be doing sort of orchestral manoeuvres in the oh, dark, Mark, uh, listening to which song, which song of theirs, which song of theirs, which which song? So oh, sorry, Tesla girls, obviously. Tesla girls. Oh, Thank you very much. Good night. Take there. Uh, <laughs> Meanwhile, at a party in the not too distant future. Louise, hi. Glad you can make it. Come through. Meet everyone. They're all here. Um, before I do, I don't suppose you've got a charger for a Tesla. Oh, gosh, I haven't. Sorry, we've both got geniuses. Hey, everyone, uh, this is Louise. She's wondering if anyone's got a charger for a Tesla. Sorry, I've got a Fisker. I came on a bike. Um, I've got some petrol. <gasps> oh, my God. How selfish. I'm sorry, but if you're going to burn petrol, can you please do it outside? I was hoping though that the Tesla, because what it does when it gets 20 miles or less left on it is it goes into power safe mode so you don't get full performance. Mm. But I was curious to know as whether it was like one of those old Walkmans from the 80s where, where it, got, it got to a point where everything went <laughs> down to a point. Apparently not. Well, he's been playing with the waiting new electric car. Now, by odd coincidence, I actually I built one of the electric motors in the uh, 944 the day. Just long story short, you get the washing wash pump working again. The 
troubleshooting. It turned it. It was the electric motor. And How so old the, is your car now, Zog? Okay, well, this thing. It's a, it is a 21-year-old car, and oh. I'm quite, I'm, I'm, I was quite pleased with the fact that this 21-year-old electric motor, which turned mm. out to have just had a lot of corroded bits bumping around inside it that weren't working anymore, and, you know, once I'd managed to get apart, clean it up, improvise a little fix with a bit of an old tin can, it's working again. And uh, so I was quite pleased with that. But here's the thing I really want to tell you, because the same week that the 944 passed a very, very significant mileage. It hasn't done over 80 miles, has it, (laughs) Zog? Really? The other day, I I, I saw on the odometer for the first time 186,282 miles. 186,282. That's most of the way to the moon, but not all the way to the moon. You can do better. You you do know this. Is this... Is that the distance... Physical quantities, basic properties. Is that the distance that the Earth travels in a year? No, but think something else in a different period. Something else in a different period. Is it the distance your Porsche has travelled in 21 years? It is, yeah. Uh, <laughs> is and, 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 and I'm still lobbying all the major uh, scientific <laughs> institutions to have this. To have that used as a yardstick of some unit. sort, yeah, Absolutely. yeah. yeah. Uh, is it the total number of penalties handed out to teams that aren't Ferrari in F1 this season? Oh, very good. Close, close. Close. Say close, you mean shut up. No. <laughs> no, 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 I mean, I like it, but it just happens not to be It's right, good, but, but it's not it's right. Good, 186,000 miles. Um, Speed of light. Oh, 186,000 miles. But yeah, but you didn't do it in a second, did you? Exactly. This, yeah. thing, this thing, you know, I, I was thinking that was a fairly fast car until I did this. <laughs> I realised <laughs> the distance travelled by that car in 21 years, you know, Light will do in one second. Well done, light. One second. Good, yeah. So good, yeah, good light. yeah, yeah. But you want to get fast? But, but you forget cars. But you couldn't no. drive to Le Mans in light, could you? No, you, you couldn't. It wouldn't, you wouldn't impress your mates. No. Wow. You couldn't crash into the back of another car in light, or have someone crash into the back of you, could you? No, you, no. No, no, you, no. you couldn't poach salmon underneath no. the hood no. as you're driving along yeah. the way, wrapped up in a little sort of foil parcel, nestled next to the exhaust. You, you couldn't make a bit of music for a very early episode of Gareth Jones on Speed with you, light. Indeed, you, yeah. you couldn't stand on the passenger seat of light with your head poking out through the capacious sunroof, operating a camera to film the London Grand Prix, our first video podcast. However, in light. fairness, yeah. when you get up to go for a wee in the middle of the night, it would be useless to turn on your Porsche to see where you were going. Uh, It it would, unless it was in the bedroom with me, which... It often is. (laughs) (laughs) If only. Morning, Mr Mayor. Are you okay? I'm glad you asked me that, Jennifer. You see, actually, I am not okay. This city seems to be running extremely well. Traffic moves freely. Our cycle lanes are well used. The population seems happy and relaxed. What on earth am I to do? Uh, I don't understand, Mr Mayor. How am I to ruin this peaceful and well-managed city in such a way as to inconvenience and irritate anyone who wishes to use its streets? Worry no more. If you're in charge of a major conurbation, there's now a simple way to bring chaos and inconvenience to its streets forevermore. The Bendy Bus. Yes, the Bendy Bus. It's the slow and badly thought out way to make your historic and harmonious city into a living nightmare for anyone who wishes to use its roads. 
Just imagine the impotent rage on the faces of your inhabitants who, let's face it, are the people who pay your wages through their taxes as they realise you've rolled back the natural space-efficient progress of mankind's urban evolution with an expensive and destructive waste of time and money that blocks traffic, mows down cyclists and will make your town or city into an international laughingstock. Start injuring and inconveniencing your citizens with the Bendy Bus today. Well, Jennifer, that unexpected voiceover has certainly solved my problem. You've gone mad. I don't think I have, Jennifer. Weasel cheese. Yes, Bendy Buses. The worst idea in the entire ruddy world. I must order some today. Jennifer? Please stop calling me Jennifer. in our cars update is this what this has turned into uh, it, it has now because I remembered something that I forgot to tell you go on uh, again uh, which was uh, I had some new exhaust put on my VXR8 exhaust? and now I'm regretting not bringing it along this evening so I could play them to you in a sense <laughs> yeah, even yeah. though it's night and your neighbours probably wouldn't like it so much it rumbles quite a bit more now and and this is my favourite bit and it's the bit that almost caused me to uh, run over a pedestrian the other day sorry whoever you were uh, if you accelerate a little bit and then lift off it goes boom 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 it pops a lot <laughs> and and I, I've been enjoying this uh, for the past week or so since I have it done and I was uh, driving through <laughs> a part it, of it London you the other day yes. lift the throttle at light well I got onto this, oh, this straight yeah. bit of road but it was dark and I just accelerated and then this guy I mean in fairness he did just step out into the road however you know if I hadn't just accelerated with the intention of then lifting off so I did lift mm. off and it popped nicely but I also had to apply the brakes a little bit which I probably wouldn't have done if I hadn't depressed the accelerator firmly to hear it go it's great it sounds fantastic I complained about it no I tell you what it's quite subtle it's not moronic I wish I had brought it here so we could we could hear it and also compare and contrast to when we recorded it before it's very subtle it's so subtle it doesn't it's not an irritant in everyday life but it does actually add an extra layer of joy to it because it's just that slight sort of naughtiness that not as naughty as sorry there's something else I remembered that I forgot to tell you which is last weekend I went and drove some really really lovely cars up a French mountain because I went on Oh, Evo's yeah, Car of the uh, Year yeah, story, which I can't say too much about because it's not uh, been published yet, but I drove some really, really nice cars, including, um, I can tell you, uh, uh, a couple of Italian cars that made so much noise, they cannot be legal. They're extraordinary. I thought, I got out my Vauxhall, left my Vauxhall at the airport, and I was sort of looked back at it and went, ah, my snorty popping beauty. <laughs> got on the plane, arrived in France, got into these two Italian cars, and, uh, and got out again and went, oh. I feel a bit sort of reserved now with my box. So, are they maybe doing this sort of, uh, I believe some factors of loud cars use of, uh, sort of clever things in the exhaust so that when you basically do a, a slow drive-by, well, yes. the volume is low yeah, yeah, and you yeah. will therefore pass an EU sort of drive-by yeah. test. But if you're actually giving a bit of yeah. well I think that's what it is. There may be Valvary, but at the same time they make that noise at low speed and I thought, well, maybe they're making it all inside the car, but then I followed them in other cars and you can, my and God, you, you can hear death. it. And it's amazing. Too, too, well, the, the, those drive-by tests, yeah. various EU legislation-approved places that you can do them, uh, you can do them at Myra or somewhere in, in the UK. But a lot of car companies prefer to go down to a test track in Spain 
because when it doesn't work properly. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's, got, it's got dust and donkey poo in it. Um, uh, no, it's because it's quite hot and humid down there more of the year, and apparently the air is more dense, and therefore the sound travels marginally more slowly through it or That's, something. Uh, well, yeah, Help me out here, Zog, because you Or is it hotter and drier? Colder air will be more dense, and the more ah. dense that liquid medium is, to other things being equal, yeah, a, a wave will propagate more quickly through it. Ah, so it's less dense. The air is so the air is sort of yeah, thin yeah, and dense. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. The hotter air thin is less thin dense, and, hot, and therefore the yeah, the speed sound will travel. Sound will travel more slowly through it. The, s- uh, the speed of sound at sea level is higher uh, than it is uh, higher up in that the atmosphere. Might be the other thing. I think this test track is yeah. quite high up. I think. Was it 633 miles per hour at sea level? There, there or thereabouts. In northern Europe. 330 metres per second. Yeah, the and it's a, um, quite a bit lower if you get up there when it's a bit thinner. Ah. Well. Now, my hey, theory about the Italians, though... Open, kids, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, we're sciencing out today. Yeah. My theory about the Italian cars... Sorry, Gareth, I'll yeah, come yeah. to you in a minute. Um, <laughs> you sound like bloody question time. Um, <laughs> but my, my final thing about these Italian cars that make an awful lot of noise, and, and, and all of them uh, do, seem to do this, uh, in my experience, and there were a lot of question marks, Ferrari particularly, how on earth are they getting through... These noise regs. Mm. Remember Jaguar, I think it was, saying that uh, one of their cars, when I think it was the original supercharged XJ, when they did the drive-by noise, it failed. And they were working out that a lot of the noise was actually coming from the tyres, and they found out it was the original proposed tyres. It was breaking the noise limit, going past the prescribed speed with the engine off. Because really? toys had so much noise. What? My theory with the Italians is what they do is they build a massive version of the car they're trying to homologate yeah. and then drive it past further away... So using the power of perspective, they deceive the authorities. I like this theory. Brilliant. Well, Vauxhall, you parked it in, what, a long-term car park, a short-term car park before you uh, I, I, I took it halfway and I parked it in a mid-term car park. A mid-term car Where's car this park? come from? You notice now, airports, mid-term. Yeah. I had to look up on the website yeah. to define their, you know, their what's terms. The yeah. What's short-term, what's mid-term, what's long-term? Yeah, I, mean, I was away know. for three days, so mid-term oh, it sorry, is. Sorry, that's short to mm. mid-term, yeah. in my opinion. <laughs> you know, there's a new fifth nor, car nor park. easterly term. I don't understand. Yeah, no, Parametric the, 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 parking, Zog, that's what is, we want. This is coughing up too much. You know, sh- you know, like, like you say, you know, short-term, you're dropping somebody off. Yeah. Long-term, you're going on holiday. Yeah. yeah. You, 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 overnight. Yeah. So this is a, what have you been driving or how are you getting on with our cars update. Um, I, I've got a problem with my Sora at the moment, which relates to long-term parking. Mm-hmm. She had a harp sound effect. Hang on, I've got We one. can Hang have on. one. Right, yeah, here we go. Years and years ago, I went on holiday to Egypt. Spent Christmas in Egypt. Nice and cheap, nice and warm. Took the kids. Lovely. Lovely, yeah. Did this package where I stayed in a hotel uh, near Luton, I think, the night before. Mm-hmm. I it was it like ca- Luton's not in Egypt. <laughs> and it came with parking. The hotel says, yeah, there's the parking. We've shuttled you to the airport in the morning, right? Just go and park through that. And went through this gap in the hedge. And there was a gravel car park. Mm. Choose me car park space, park the car. Brilliant, went off, went on holiday, came back about 10 days later to my car, sitting in a puddle about, I'd say, just less than a foot deep. Probably 10 inches deep. So brakes nicely submerged then. And so the problem I'm having to this day is occasionally sticking caliper on mm. one of my brakes. And mm. that's the second time I've had one replaced. I've had yeah. it opened and freed up and then ultimately replaced. And now the other one's going. And it's all from sitting in water for I don't know how mm. long while we're away. So 
Let this be a warning to you, sensible Gareth Jones on Speed listeners. When you park your car, make sure you're on a mound, not in mm. a dip, because you will have very expensive brake problems. Mm. So that, that's my sensible word. Yeah, and brake problems are just about the last kind of problem. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. screeching, oh, the smell, badness, oh, it's, oh, makes you I, sad. Actually, I left my car at Luton Airport long-term parking when I went on holiday last month. And they've moved the long-term parking. So, as far as I can figure out, Luton Airport long-term parking is now in Leicester. <laughs> You're on the bloody shuttle bus for about half an hour trying to get... And you only come back off a flight late at night and you just want to get home, you know. It's the final... Yeah, the holiday's over, so you might as well just get home and put your pants in the wash. And, yeah, we're on this bloody shuttle bus. And then, of course, you come out of the car park and then you've got to find your way back going through this industrial estate. It's awful. Well, I mean, I'm glad that, unlike you guys, I... Um, completely unfamiliar with the parking at Luton Airport. Mm. Don't don't bother. Yeah. I have to wrap this show now, but before we do, uh, a couple of questions, a couple of things I want to talk about very briefly. First of all, the Mini Crossman. Mm. Is it actually made by Smeg, the people who make the fridge? Have you seen it? You're thinking it's got a similar kind of sort of texture chunky it. sort of this chunkiness some, there's it. something yeah. white and shiny and silvery and the way that that back door hinges mm. at yeah. the moment it's a fridge <laughs> isn't it <coughs> excuse me the, oh, <coughs> the very mention <coughs> of the mini crossman oh, has got on Richard, my own bile uh, is, um, you don't yeah. love the crossman if then. only they oh, could fit a, know, a nice maker in it that I mean, would be fine more power well, they're making it in Austria aren't they they are yeah yeah. so yeah oh no actually screw them then I mean, I quite, <laughs> I quite like the mini, and it's made in Oxford, and yep. and, and that's all. And the people who work there have yep. uh, have lots to do, so that's yep. good. But they're making this one in Austria, and I yep. just think it's. I mean, they will. They'll sell a bunch of those cars from the factory uh, that brought you the Fiat Panda four by four. That's what it is, isn't it? The Steyr Daimler Push. That's What was that one? The little. Uh, uh, four before the Haflinger. The, the Haflinger. Haflinger. I was going to say Voigtlander, but they're a German camera maker. I think. Was it the Haflinger? Oh no, no, oh, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. yeah, I've driven Haflinger. a Haflinger. And what was the other Hasselblad. one? That, no, I've one just one. had they're it. another camera. Hasselblad. <laughs> no, I've had my scrotum tucked. <laughs> No, uh, yeah, I've driven a Haflinger or Pinsgauer. Is that actually that's what we're thinking? Pinsgauer. I've driven a Pinsgauer practically up a sheer vertical mm, face for mm, a film I made for a kids' program once. Fascinating. But Violet got to drive a BV two hundred six, which is one of those. I remember. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so Snowcat, we would call them. Oh, okay. Articulated snowcat. Mm, yeah, yeah. Unbelievable fun. But we've gone off topic. That was my first question. The Mini Crossman is it actually made by Smeg? Right. No, but it might well be. And the second question is. Are the eighties back? Was that are we supposed to answer? I, or you, you, I don't know. Are I, they? Uh, well, are they? I are think they, they might be. Something in there? No, I, 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 I don't know what was going on. I, I think the eighties might be back. Yes, I, I've seen kids with flock of seagulls hairstyles practically. I'm mm. going to see myself walking down the street from 20 years ago before. <laughs> so I can dig up my old new romantic clubber and I'll uh, yeah. Oh. today. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but right, what's the most chic? Colour for cars at the moment. New cars. Uh, I would well, say blue is uh, seems to be quite popular. Wouldn't you say? I'm right? going to say white. white. And I'll tell you, we were speaking as we were of uh, my little weekend. That's an '80s colour. It white. is an '80s colour. It's a very '80s colour mm, to yeah. match uh, the uh, white flecked suit. Yeah, <laughs> little little ding. Little Violet Berlin coming in. Hello, Violet Berlin. Hello, Hello. 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 we're making a podcast. We're making a podcast. You've been making a cup of tea. After a fashion. Carry on. Okay, thank you very much. White, very 80s colour. Yes, well, I was talking earlier on about I went to uh, my weekend away with uh, Evo on their Car of the Year thing. We had seven cars there and four of them are white. It is. 
And here's my further evidence of the 80s being back. I mean, I'm talking in terms of cars these days, right? Shiroko. Mm-hmm. Well, a good point. It's back. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a pretty 80s car. I know it started um, in the 70s, but it's a pretty 80s car, isn't it? Uh, the Golf? Yeah, Another well, Golf? It's still well, the 80s? The Golf yeah, didn't really ever go away, though, did it? So no, no, but it's heyday with the 80s. Yeah. Everyone wore VW badges, didn't they? I actually took the VW badges off my Jetta. I used to own a Jetta in the 80s to stop people from nicking it. Do you think they'll start doing that again? People start nicking them. They can't. They try well, to nick the, boot, yeah. nick the badge and the boot will open. The boot right? <laughs> <laughs> I think that new Golf, the badge also has a reversing camera in it. So when you go yeah. reverse, it goes slightly and opens. So, that so you get to see the out. person who's tried to nick the badge. To nick your badge, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Smart, uh, yeah. mind you, the Beastie boys started all that didn't they and they're quite old now yeah it's quite <laughs> funny they're beastie yeah. old boys yes that was it just a thought whether the 80s was actually back um, I oh, think I it probably so. is yeah. yeah yeah. I wouldn't but, have any objection no well, mine's a quattro <laughs> <laughs> the drink and the car um, uh, gentlemen say goodbye goodbye uh, is there an 80s way of saying goodbye how would you say goodbye in the 80s ciao I think yeah. people used to say that a lot, yeah, didn't they? they? Didn't they? Yeah. Shortly before yeah, I got punched that. in the face by Probably someone. Probably just seen <laughs> yeah. 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 Let's just all snap our red braces. Yeah. Or I'd say, see you on Get Fresh next week. That's how I'd say goodbye in the eighties. <laughs> uh, and we'll finish with a bit of eighties music. This is not Robert Smith and the Cure, who were a very eighties band. This is Robin Smith and the Cure. Cure spelled Q U E U. How do you spell Cure? Cure as in someone who is a cure. It's not a Just word. play the track. It's not- this is Goths Don't Drive. See ya. <laughs> I'll only drive a car that is black or drab and a dull kind of grey. I don't want any fluorescent paint to brighten up my day Oh you usually see us at bus stops in groups of three four or five Our expressions are glum we miss out on the fun because goths don't drive Oh goths don't drive I get no pleasure from open air Not because they are cheerful or gay No, give me a tin top any day Ragtops, man, they give you a tan And a crap if you back on your hair You'll always see us at bus stop Expressions are glum, we miss out on the fun because God's no right. Oh, God's don't drive. I keep my complexion a bluish kind of white, I wear liner on my eyes. I need dark, intense.
interiors with sombre tones like in the Volkswagen Golf GTI. If I ever go out driving, I have my traffic master turned off. Traffic jams are so gloomy. If you want to drive, but you're not gone. State would be perfect. Coolest car in the universe. All painted black with that extended back. Looking dead good, just like a hearse. You always see us at bus stops. In groups of three, four, or five. Our expressions are glum, we miss out on the fun Because ghosts don't drive Ghosts don't drive We don't care how we arrive As pedestrians we're more undead than alive I hate the new Cinquecento. It looks so happy. I hate that. I hate the happy. Dogs don't cry. Quite fond of Jaguars. Dogs Panthers. Because I love cats. Dogs don't cry. You can contact the show on speed at GarethJones.tv or subscribe for free on iTunes. Gareth Jones on Speed was made by Wimp Bang. Weasel Cheese.